Hello, everyone, and welcome to AI and the Future of Tourism. This is a four-part TQ podcast series exploring generative AI use cases in tourism, powered by Singapore Tourism Board. My name is Andrea Hack. I'm the branded content editor at TNW and the host and producer of this show. In today's episode, we'll be focusing on some interesting ways the hospitality industry can use generative AI to boost revenue throughout a guest stay and beyond. Some key takeaways you can expect include using data to come up with creative upselling opportunities, automating relevant upgrade suggestions, helping staff identify the most important guest queries, and increasing positive guest reviews. To discuss this topic, we're joined by Adir Ron, the CMO of guest experience platform Duve. Adir, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm uh, very excited uh, to be here. Great. First off, could you just tell us briefly about yourself and also your role at Duve? Yes. So uh, my name is Adir. Uh, I'm chief marketing at, uh, at Duve. And Duve is a guest experience platform for the hospitality space. So essentially, uh, hotels, chains, uh, vacation rentals, hostels, camping, glamping sites, pretty much any hospitality business where you rent a bed, that's where Duve can help you in turning guest experience uh, up a notch or more than a notch. As someone who's working really closely with a lot of different types of hospitality businesses. Can you tell us what are some of the key challenges that you're really seeing within the hospitality industry? So that's a great question. The hospitality industry obviously suffered a very aggressive blow during COVID. Mm -hmm. And I think that post-COVID, we're seeing a couple of key challenges uh, that are pretty much shared across the entire industry, at least everyone that we're talking to, starting from staff shortages. During COVID, there has been obviously a lot of layoffs. The industry has still yet to fully recover. It's getting harder to find quality employees, to train them, to retain them. A lot of businesses are operating at par capacity in terms of their ability to cater to all of the guests attending the property. The next step in the chain of challenges is the difference in guest perspectives or in guest needs, requirements, expectations. What we're seeing is that guests today, compared to pre-COVID era times, expect a much more seamless experience. They expect a much more digital experience. But that being said, they also still want a very, very personal touch, so to speak. They expect their vacation or their stay to pretty much behave like everything else that they're doing today, where you know everything that we're doing is so much more digital today than it was a couple of years ago. Thinking about my Amazon shopping list, my Spotify podcasts, my Netflix feed, everything is very personal and very immediate, obviously. And as a guest, I expect my hotel, my hostel, my rental apartment to behave in the same way. Yeah. Couple that with the previous challenge of being understaffed. Uh, and I think that the third challenge is something that maybe started a bit before COVID, uh, but is felt 
uh, even stronger today is just dwindling margins. It's becoming increasingly harder to successfully operate uh, a hospitality business with positive margins. And we're seeing more and more OTAs, more and more aggressive push from those angles, cutting into hotel margins. Direct bookings are dropping people again because as a typical guest i would not go into a hotel's website or a vacation rental company website i would just go to an ota and try to find the cheapest room possible with the highest rating which means that brand equity is at an all-time low because otas are becoming such a default way for guests to book vacations margins are getting smaller and smaller so again three pillars or three facets of a big issue. I'm making less money. It's harder to satisfy my guests. And I'm understaffed with a staff that's probably not the best staff possible. They're underpaid. They're not very happy. They're not very friendly, uh, which leads to a decline in guest happiness, which leads to a decline in reviews, which leads to a decline in revenues, vice versa. And it kind of feeds itself in a vicious circle. What are some ways that you've been seeing generative AI really help to address those challenges that you mentioned? I think that AI can really help in three main areas. One would be on the operational side, helping reduce uh, and automate repetitive tasks. One is identifying opportunities to create an additional revenue. And one is really more on the data analysis and insights that can turn into action items. I'd love to dive a little bit deeper into the different parts of the guest journey where we could actually see some of those new opportunities. So maybe we can start off at the pre-arrival phase. What are some opportunities in which hospitality businesses could use generative AI to boost revenue or attract new interest from guests? Sure. If you're smart about your pre-arrival processes, then essentially you're already sending out communication to the guest to start their online check-in in advance. So you can minimize check-in queues. That means that AI can already kind of kick in and you can start creating some really exciting new revenue opportunities. Three off the top of my head would be smart room upgrades. So you can build in predefined logics into the AI on what occasions would you offer a room upgrade to what type of guests would you offer room upgrades and maybe even let the AI offer that automatically or semi-automatically and really convert relevant guests to a better room. Uh, I think another interesting way would be, again, assuming that you are offering the guest a way to pre-check in um, in advance, then you can ask the, the guest questions like, what time are you arriving? Are you driving in with your car from another city? Are you taking in a flight? How many people, how many suitcases? And then two more great revenue opportunities would be offering smart transportation. If you're telling me that you're coming in with a car, I can offer you paid parking. If you're lying at an airport, then I can offer an airport pickup and I can guarantee a rate, which would be easier for you and obviously more revenue for me as a hotelier. And the third example would be early check-in. So again, if you're indicating that your flight is landing at 10 a.m. or even earlier, the room is typically available only in the late afternoon uh, or even noon, but you know, 
the AI can look at the room inventory and see that actually this room is available since 10 a.m., then I can offer you a quick upgrade to get an early check-in. So as soon as you hit the hotel, you can just waltz into your room for an extra couple of euros or a couple of dollars. So that's a very, very easy upsell, a very easy way to generate additional revenue. And it might not seem like a lot of money, but... Remember that it's done at scale and it's done automatically. So if you can generate you know, five, six, 10 additional dollars or euros from, let's say, 30% of your check-ins every day, that sums up to a lot of money. Definitely. And I think it really goes back to what you were saying before about how guests really want a seamless experience. They really want an experience which is personalized to them. So I think a lot of them would actually be willing to, for example, book that earlier check-in or something like that, which is not that much of a difference in terms of the amount you'll be paying, but the comfort level is a big difference for them. Exactly. And, and I will also say that what we're seeing from some of Doof's customers is that this early check-in upsell is really a fan favorite and one of the largest revenue generating engines for our customers. Are there any potential upselling opportunities during a guest's actual stay? A lot of the power of, of generative AI obviously comes from large data sets. So the more we know or the AI knows about our guests, then the more options open up. So again, assuming that during check-in, this could either be a physical check-in at the reception desk or a pre-check-in done online in advance. So we've collected additional data about the guest or guests, like their preferences, their interests. Then this is where... AI-based hyper-personalization can really kick in. And this can be anywhere from matching F&B offers or room service offers in general. So an example, I know that you know a couple is coming in and it's a romantic vacation, they're here to celebrate their anniversary, then I could automatically offer romantic package of wine and chocolates delivered to their room. Or I can tap into external services, attractions, and offer concierge services automatically. These are just two examples, but this is where I feel like creativity is limitless almost. And essentially any type of upsell that as a hotelier you can think of and you can really sit with yourself and define the type of persona that this upsell would uh, be relevant for. You can just build it into the AI and have it offered automatically. And again, just imagine every couple that comes into a romantic vacation gets offered this upsell automatically would garner a much higher conversion rate than offering them you know, something irrelevant. Or if you're traveling with a small baby, offering a baby crib at an additional cost, or maybe even offering that for free, foregoing the additional revenue opportunity and exchanging that for another star in the rating at the end of the stay, because the hotel was so amazing, they thought about us and they even gave us a free crib at the room as soon as we arrived. So again, these are examples of, of how you can leverage smart personalization, AI-based matching of offers from your roster of offers. And again, this could be either in-house services or you can tap into external marketplaces through API and offer almost endless opportunities in terms of attractions, tours, show tickets, things like that. 
And I think that's such a great point because as you said, it offers the opportunity to create these packages and come up with new ideas. But then also, as you mentioned earlier, a lot of guests are now coming through booking platforms rather than directly through a hotel's website. So they might not even know about the resort or the hotel's spa packages or the fact that exactly. they have certain on-site amenities or you know a nice restaurant that they should check out. So I think hotels need to be aware that their guests might not actually know about all of these potential upgrades and things that are available. Yes, totally. And I will give an example of something that is more on the operational side, but essentially does also help generate revenue. And that's prioritization. So if I'm a front desk worker and I have a unified inbox where guests can communicate with me across multiple channels, I start my shift typically with a couple of hundreds of incoming messages because I have messages from guests that are about to check in, guests that are a month away from their check-in, inquiries from guests who are currently in rooms, inquiries from guests who already checked out, people reaching out two months after checkout because they realized they forgot their sunglasses. So I have like 300 messages waiting for me. The first 50 could be very unimportant messages. And message number 51 is actually a guest that's locked out of his room right now. Message number 89 could be of a very, very unhappy guest where her toilet is clogged or she ran out of towels or any other issue. And when I'm working in, in a very linear fashion, I'm clearing one message at a time. It's going to take me forever. Essentially, putting AI to that task and saying, okay, take a look at all of those messages, figure out what's the guest persona of each of those messages. Is this a guest because it's connected to the PMS? So is this a guest that's already in the room? Is this a guest that's about to check in, about to check out, pre-check-in, post-checkout? What's the status of the reservation? And then also analyze the message content itself and understand the tone of voice, the urgency of the message, how many messages are being sent at what time intervals, and essentially create a priority inbox where that message, which before was number 71, now becomes my top message. So I open my inbox and this is the first burning red envelope saying, look at me right now. This is an urgent issue that allows me as a hotelier to essentially tackle the most burning issues right away and also helps me clear out my inbox much faster. So this is something that we released in beta a couple of months ago, mm -hmm. uh, initially to, to uh, select hotels. And now it's basically open to any Doof customer. And we're seeing great adoption. We are seeing customers saying they're clearing their inbox 30% faster, 50% faster. They're able to answer guest inquiries so much faster and on time, which essentially also means guests are happier. They're getting less bad reviews. They're getting less frustrated guests. And not only that, but the staff less frustrated. That's great because as you mentioned earlier, those bad reviews are really what can make or break a, a hotel business. You know, that's actually relates to my next question. What are some ways that you can use generative AI to really build a more loyal guest base and really get those guests that you've had visiting you to return again? 
Post stay is, is, is really a big challenge, but the more data that you have about your guests, the more power you have. And I think that specifically for post stay, this is where chains have a big advantage over boutiques or, or independents because this nullifies the problem of getting a person to come back to the same hotel because I can cross sell in a much smarter way. And this is again where AI has an advantage over a human being because if I'm a big chain, I have a lot of data about a lot of guests and I can let AI understand for me what is the typical guest persona for each of my hotels and then look at the database of previous guests and try to match where would that guest and have the largest likelihood to come to next. And then all it takes is tying that into a relevant time frame. That could be a birthday, that could be an anniversary, or that could be a vacation anniversary. You know, last year at this date, you came into our X hotel, and now we would love to offer a coupon and a discount if you come to our Z hotel. Kind of diverging a bit from direct revenue to inferred revenue, getting guests to leave a positive review helps me essentially get more guests just as an example, looking at all of the reviews left by guests in the last 30 days and understanding what led to those reviews. Just two examples off the top of my head, connect AI to your review data and then look at each guest's details and saying like, okay, we can see that 30% of the bad reviews in the last 30 days came from people who checked in at 8 a.m., and comparing that to the list of, of employees who worked morning shifts, we can see that Michael was there most often. So maybe there's a problem with putting Michael in the morning shift because he's not friendly enough. And that garners a bad review or saying like, hey, most of the negative reviews that came in were from guests from Germany saying that they felt uh, misunderstood or there wasn't content relevant for them in their own language. So maybe I should invest more in German content in translating my guest app to German or catering to their preferences or to their attractions or maybe even even hiring a front desk worker who also speaks German. These are insights that as a person, it would be literally impossible for me to sift through thousands and tens of thousands of data points and, and, and making those connections and reaching that decision. Whereas AI can literally spew out these recommendations in seconds. And then it's really just left for, for the staff to implement. And again, this does not generate additional revenue right away, but taking those insights and turning them into action items and implementing them would essentially definitely lead to an increase in revenues. Another tip would be to work with a vendor that connects to your entire value chain. So meaning your PMS, your payment getaway, any specific local vendors that you work with, any APIs that you integrate with. So the more integrations, the more data that you can kind of feed the system, the easier it is. Definitely. And last but not least, what kind of ideas do you think could actually be translated into other sections of the travel industry? 
If we're looking at aviation, so much is relevant uh, because you have a lot of traveler data, tours, attractions, event type of businesses. At the end of the day, you just need a lot of data and you need creativity. Just keeping an open mind and understanding that the more creative I am, then the more creative AI can be for me. With aviation, it's like seat upgrades, more leg room, priority boarding, p Launches, better food catering on the plane itself. We're looking at attractions. So again, skip the line type of upsells or cross-selling between different attractions, bundling different attractions, offering transportation to and from an attraction. Again, offering concierge or VIP services, or even just integrating with hotels, with vacation rentals. These are all areas where kind of things really um, intertwine. And there's a lot of, of upsell opportunities all of revenue generating opportunities as long as you are creative and you have the data to back it up. And that's all the time we have for today. Thank you, Adir, for sharing your great insights with us. And thank you to Singapore Tourism Board's TQ for supporting this podcast. If you are a tourism business and you'd like to learn more about how TQ can support you in your transformation journey, reach out to the team via the interest form. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. The show is produced by The Next Web. Music and sound engineering is by Devaldi Music. If you like this podcast, check out the other episodes on how to leverage generative AI to plan, market, and run events, redefine the visitor experience, and how to create a generative AI strategy. I've been your host, Andrea Hack. Till the next time.